and welcome to a new episode of Who Gives a Who. I am joined by the ever pleasant Ben Hello. and the winner and two games this weekend, Ryan Legrand. That's right. Hey, Riley. Riley. Oh, United, buddy. <sighs> Yeah. Just, attack, let's attack, 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 attack. He can talk basketball. He doesn't need uh doesn't need to do anything else. I, I'm I'm gonna let you let you know something here, Ryan. I, yeah. I, I know you're you're relatively new to this. Don't piss off the producer. That's <laughs> that's fair. Uh I pissed him off way before this though, because I was chirping at him about that game as it was happening. So Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh I, I watched the first half of that and it was like, yeah, there's German football on, so I, I, I skipped out. Like when Scott McTominay scoring two goals in the first five minutes, you know it's going to be a long day for the other team. I, I think Chelsea played, but, you know, I don't really care about Ben's team. Uh, how did how did, did Ajax do? Ajax had a wonderful first half and then gave us a scare in the second half. So, Well, I, I mean, can, can we talk about how how deep they are at uh, at forward right now? Uh, well, I mean, if you're talking about one actual forward, then, yeah, they're they're super deep right now. How old is uh, that one actual forward? Was he 37? Yeah, 30, 37? No, I, I feel it's a name everybody who, who's followed European football for the past 12 years is familiar with, Klaus-Jan Huntelaar. Uh, he's, been, uh, he's been a player the entire time I've been following European soccer. It, 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 still active. Let, let, let's just say he scored a brace. Yeah, play, that looked good too. Like, real, real good, played a full 90, and was the only available striker for Ajax over the weekend. So yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Luke and I were texting during that one and he got subbed off. We were both joking like that's uh, don't kill your only striker on the team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's that's what that sub was because otherwise I don't know what they would do up front. Oh yeah, no. What was it? 70 second minute and they threw in they threw an Echelon cap for uh, him? Yep. Yeah, they yeah. Did, yeah. No. Uh yeah. Lo- love um Clash on Huntelar. Big reason why I'm a, a fan of Ajax. I want some of the young guys to come back. Now, <laughs> let, let's 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 bring it back to. Uh, oh, this to isn't an Ajax pod now. Well, well, it's better than a Chelsea pod. So yeah, uh, everything's better than a Chelsea pod. Hundred percent. Oh, uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's breaking up. He's he's breaking up. Uh, it must be it must be that Chelsea uh, reception. Um, yeah, going through that tunnel right now. Yeah, that, that that tunnel. It's kind of kind of like the Man Man United tunnel. But uh I, I digress. Let's um let, let's uh let's break it down and bring it back to Union Omaha. What have we had for news? Uh, zilch. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 I mean to be fair, we we've had absolutely no news. Uh, since the signings, we're not out there pounding the pavement, breaking the news. Well, let, let, let's let's talk about this. Season tickets are on sale. They are. Uh, we're 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 in the height of pandemic and global pandemic, if you will. Global pandemic. The uh, vaccine is out and being injected into some of the most rich and famous people across the world. What what do you think this uh, this bodes for our season? How many people do you guys know who've been vaccinated? Mm, ten. I think ten. Yeah, I, I know maybe one or two, and they're both nurses. Yeah, my number's at four. They're all in healthcare. Yeah, but all, all healthcare. Um, if, if we start going with like people I follow on Twitter, you know, you've got Sir Ian McKellen. He's up yeah. there. You got to you know, protect your your treasure. Yeah, got got to tr- protect Gandalf uh, because you know there's always a Balrog out there. He yeah. always arrives when he means to. 
Yep. It's never early, never <laughs> late. But yeah, that having a vaccine rolling out in December, that, that is huge for global sports. Absolutely. And, and the scientific community. And, and the scientific community. But <laughs> it, if we're looking at it this time last year, you no, know, the virus was already active. And then it was the Champions League game in Italy. Is that Napoli? No, not Napoli. Oh, yeah, well. Re- regardless, Champions League game, one of the early super spreader events. We cannot take this any less seriously. And USL, I would say even better than MLS over the course of the season, did significantly better at containing and controlling based on crowd levels. Yeah, Union Omaha, there were zero crowds or community spread events linked to any of the games at Werner Park, which is huge. Uh, great work to, to the team at Union Omaha. Definitely leads to why they're already getting ahead and selling season tickets for the 2021 season. We're going to have on, well, I, I'm going to say a friend of Iowa, friend of Bayern Munich, resident hospitality liaison with Union Omaha, Josh Sindelar, a little bit later. Let's break it down a little bit more. We got some questions. I'm pretty sure we, we have some answers, at least some speculation. Let's uh let let's jump into some of those. Yeah, sounds good. So um, I kind of I kind of when I gathered these questions, I definitely looked at them to try and group them a little bit to help us out with maybe segueing into other ones. Um, so the first question we got was from uh, from board member of Parliament Slick Vic. Um, what kind of protocols do you anticipate with the league if vaccines are still rolling through the nation? So I took this as. If they're still trying to get vaccines out there when the when the season starts, what do we think the protocols are going to look like when the league starts up? Uh, I think we already touched on it a little bit. We're we had some great protocols in that were relayed through through the U.S. Uh, Soccer Federation's health staff, the CDC. USL is going to follow the CDC guidelines as best as possible. We're going to see very similar aspects to to how this league is run for at least the early half of the season until it's fully available to the general public. I think by when do we think the season's going to start? I think April, May. I may or may not have heard some things saying April, but nothing being confirmed. So April. May, I don't see it being pushed to June. So let's uh, let's let's pick May first. Do we to work around as okay. May first? Yeah. So you need you need uh, two doses of a vaccine for it to be effective. Mm-hmm. I think I think season starts and players are all vaccinated. I think I mean it's that's five months from now, four months from mm-hmm. now, and by April in Nebraska, the vaccine will be available to the general public. So my yeah. thought is, you know, I, I realize we're talking about third division soccer in America here, but I would still think there's enough uh, clout, air quotes, for them to get, you know, 25 guys vaccinated in the last week of March for the first time. Well, let's let's look, because as far as I know, 
only one player is currently in Nebraska uh, going into our 2021 season. Uh, we have Dami back in Spain. I believe Ilal and Rashid are both going to be back in Ghana. Are they prioritized at the same level or are they getting the vaccine even sooner? I, I'd say maybe Dami in Spain getting it sooner than Ilal and Rashid in Ghana. If they're coming in as foreign nationals, are they being prioritized at the same level as citizens that are U.S. Gen Pop? Uh, well, let me ask. Let me. Let me. That's a great question. I don't have an answer to it, except to say, <laughs> except to say, I do believe that everyone will be in town six weeks in advance of the season for a preseason. Sure. Right, like on a long enough timeline. Yeah. So if they got right. shot one, even two weeks into camp, but that. Begs the other question, do you think there will be a shorter preseason in an attempt to save money? Or do you think it's impossible to change the start of the contract date? Because remember, last year, folks showed up in town, I think, the first week of January. No, no, it wasn't first week of January. We didn't announce anyone until... Mm, It would have been the first week of February then. Yeah, it was was February when they started showing up because... We thought the, we had uh, a U.S. Open Cup game in April. Yeah, no, well, no it, was, it, was, it, was game. it was supposed to be in March. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. We, we were in yeah. Salt Lake in... Middle of February. Middle of February. That was when Barchin had 150-plus people for a watch party with that sound. That's very true. So will contracts start February 1st again this year? I think unless there was an amendment to contracts, they're all going to start. February 1st. Yeah, because, I mean, if you think about it, the guys that stayed, they're all options that got picked up, right? So if it's an option that's been picked up, then that's already been written into your contract as far as when the start date is. So unless there was a way for them within the contract to actually alter the terms of that contract for a start date, it's probably set in stone. As far as I'm aware, there's only one player who was on a multi-year contract. And so contract didn't need picked up for a second year and they're still have an option year for next year. We, we it'll be interesting n- if they're in town. And well, the other thing they could do is if you know, you're not starting till May 1st, can you slide contracts back? Can you say, mm. look guys, we're going to pay you for, you know, eight, nine months, whatever it is, but we'd love for it to be March 1st through November 31st is the season instead of, you know, the, or whatever it was this year, which was February one through the 31st of October. Yeah, I just bump it back a month. I, I'm yeah. just going to put it this way, based on where players are at, where the league is at, where especially our team is at. Mm-hmm. There's no CBA. Nope. Uh, the league probably won't have a schedule out until February, if we're being entirely honest. Especially since we're dealing still, one, one thing we didn't have to deal with in 2020 was the cross-border, mm-hmm. um, which is something we're looking at having to deal with for 2021. And the third thing there is, does Union Omaha have the staffing to make sure all the contracts are amended? Um, I, I, I hate to knock our own team, but... It's yeah. it's a little bit little bit difficult when we we have a dedicated, absolutely fantastic works their butt off staff, but how many of them are able to read through and amend a contract in a satisfactory way to actually get it ready and presented to an agent, verified and back to the league in time right. for the. Of the season. I will. I will say when I worked there, I didn't run into any lawyers. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, but I, I mean, I get what Luke's saying too. Is do you take the easier road, which is, hey, we already know what your contract says, so let's just bring you here when when your contract says we we've already gone through a preseason that kept getting elongated because of the pandemic. So we've already been through this once. If we have to get extended a little bit more again this year, it's not like it's going to be anything brand new to them. And here's my thing: we're we're a college football state, uh, Nebraska is, and I will feel good about the our soccer team getting vaccines if the college football team has already received them. I think that that for you say clout, but I think the football team is going to have the clout over, over the soccer team at this point. And I think if you see a bunch of 19 to 22 year olds getting vaccinated for football, I think then you're going to see it for the soccer team. How many of them have already been, and it's just been put under the, the guys that uh, this is tinfoil hatting here. Uh, I'll, I'll come love it, straight. Love it. But the the guise of clinical testing. Yeah. Like, I mean, Nebraska, let's be 100% Nebraska honest. Do a great job of not getting sick this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean the only thing they did a good job of, but. I mean, they also, they've also <laughs> put that, I mean, not this is a Husker football pod, but they've also talked about. How this is sure as hell not a Husker football <laughs> pod. But, you know, a lot of those guys, and I think the team, other. If you look at college football, because I think that's the only other sport that's really done a decent job of not having huge super spreader events. But I think the college football teams, the ones that have not had major outbreaks and haven't had to miss games for themselves, are the ones that the players stayed in March when they knew that they didn't have to. And those guys never went home. They haven't seen their families in a long time. And that's why teams like Nebraska opted out of bowl games. And that's, you know, maybe that helps too, but yeah, tinfoil hat wise, maybe they are people that were in clinical trials. Who knows? Well, let's throw it throw it this way, and we're we're really going off on this question. <laughs> so we probably should be the probably should be the last last uh, point on this. But we've got how many twenty or fourteen guys coming back? How many of them are, have significant others in healthcare? Which off the top of my head, I can think of four. Yeah, and I think just, all four from the team last year are coming back. Yeah, so. That that's as it is now with everything going on at the front office and our medical partners that have partnered with union Omaha. As far as I know, all, all partners and sponsors are coming back to, to support union Omaha season two. Our guys may not be prioritized, but I'm pretty sure they will not be put last on the list. Mm-hmm. But the, again, the only question is what is legally mandated by it? by law as to whether a non-permanent resident citizen of a foreign country is allowed into our uh, vaccination yeah. pool or whether they have to get vaccinated in their own home country. Yeah. And I think, so, you know, I think that goes back to, it, I mean, that's probably the politics of things that we don't yeah. have all the answers to, but it might also have to do with what their visas are like and that type of stuff. Yeah. Hey, so no. this, this is a COVID right. question that I just want to throw out there because Thomas asked a question that was very close to this, and this might... Great. So question two, though. Yeah. Great. So his was, with restrictions slowly easing and the vaccine rolling out, are there going to be chances to actually meet with the players, mingle with the players? So we're talking about there's those 14 guys that are still here. Um, as restrictions ease and the vaccine's going out, do you think that changes how the team approaches fans getting to yes. meet with players? Yes. It, it's monetary. Yep. Player appearances demand a demand something, whether it's uh, per or in kind from sponsors or 
cash for showing up at a birthday party. Mm-hmm. It's monetary influx to the team that the team needs after a cash strapped year with COVID. And the number one guy that comes to my mind, just because he and I have been messaging, is Elma. You know, mm-hmm. he, that guy. Well, the one Can thing talk- that that guy misses is going to school. Wait, Elma? Doing that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you a good Elmo story about going to schools? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so uh, I was responsible for public appearances. And, uh, you know, I was always making sure Jay got what he needed. So Jay really didn't want anybody going out during preseason. You know, I was trying to build a team. Like, you know, he wants all the guys' time for training. So it was fine. no problem. We had plenty of other stuff to do. So finally, like, I have a school request. It's one we have to say yes to. Come in through, like, a friend of one of the assistant coaches, and, like, we're, we're going to say yes. My wife's elementary school. I'm not going to turn him down. Um, so we get it. We get it all set up. Uh, I get Elma there. I get another player there to drive him. You know what time it was and what day it was? Uh, uh, 3 p.m. 3 p.m. on the 12th of March. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 no. <laughs> So I'm not sure Elma's ever actually forgiven me for canceling his uh, appearance, but uh, I, I decided a couple days in advance that it couldn't be done because I was the guy in the uh, in the team. Uh, You've always been the tinfoil hat. Yeah, no, no, I was the guy sending around emails. I, I think I sent an email on Wednesday night of that week saying, guys, all sports leagues are going to be shut down within a week. Why are we, you know, why are we having this event? And then, uh, you know, within a day, I was right. It went yeah. what I expected. <laughs> I, I, I think I landed back in the country and I had a phone call from you within uh, like three hours talking about, yeah, I don't think the season's going to start on time. And, you know, as sure as shit by the 12th, uh, I, what was it? Was it 3 p.m., noon, somewhere there? Yep. Somewhere between 2.30 and 3. Yeah, it, that everything just went to hell. The season was postponed till the twelfth, and so yeah, funny, funny personal story to that too. My daughter's birthday is March fourteenth. Um, oh wow! And about about a week ago, she looked at my wife and I and said, "You still owe me a birthday party from last year." So, <laughs> so the kids are feeling it too, man. Yeah, but all right. Uh, uh, ready I, to get off some COVID questions? Let, let's let, let's move. Let, let's move. Uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling bummed. No, it's cool. Uh, so this one uh, comes from uh, Chip Deripa. Chip question he asked is: uh, Any USL one free agents you're hoping we're meaning Union Omaha talking to? And his follow up to that was: What positions do we need to shore up the most? Striker. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Striker. What kind of what kind of, what kind of striker? Uh, we need a 37 year old striker who can get us a brace. A 37-year-old that can use his head and his feet. Yep, 100%. No, no, I I, I stand by striker, but free agents, I'm not sure we're going to go for anyone. I don't think the league is deep enough at this point that we're we're hurting for anybody's sloppy seconds. Yeah, I mean, let me, unless, let unless me throw a, out. Well, I'll just say really quick, unless it's a, uh, a roster like depth fill just to have, let's get to almost the max number. Let's have a, another guy on the field just for practice numbers. But I don't see us, you know, I think Tormenta has three, six, nine, tw- like 12 guys that are either out of contract or their options were declined. I don't know mm-hmm. that we're going after any of those guys. You know? No. We got an email from a player who uh, was a starter year one in the league and ended up, he emailed us, like, asking to talk to the coaching staff, and they were not interested at all. And he ended up signing at Tormenta. So I don't think, you know, I think Jay knows who he likes. 
and who he doesn't yeah. like. I want one of you guys, can either of you guys make a case for us to sign Ronaldo Damas? No. No, not unless he's there to kick people while they are holding the ball. Uh, uh, even though he's like the leading scorer in the history of our league. Yeah, no. I mean, and no, I don't, I don't see that. I, I, I see Jay developing Evan Conway further, but also mm-hmm. we don't have an NCAA or uh, NAIA season to look at. Uh, Jay digs into the college game because he sees that as the future of talent. Look at our surprise players this past year. Yeah, Devin Boyce. Devin Boyce, Evan Conway. We had guys that were not not out there. JP Scarce. We aren't looking for the guys who've done a year of pro at this point because we have 14 guys who've done a year of pro or more. And they are providing us with such a veteran base that why? Why would we do a second? Yeah, Why so would we sign, sign someone up for cheaper? Um, me, double their salary yeah. with the. I, I just need to get this one out there. Double yeah. their salary with the COVID uh, COVID uh, bonus. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, six hundred yeah. bucks. Double their salary for a month. In <laughs> Thank you, Congress. Men's soccer for NCAA. They in September they announced that the regular season can be played between February third and April seventeenth. And that the men's college cup would occur about mid-May, 13th through the 17th. So if we're looking at an April or May start, how many of those college guys are, you know, skipping the college cup or skipping their season of soccer to come play pro? I, I think you're missing the biggest competition that we did not talk about. When do we play U.S. Open Cup? All right, Hold I'm going to ask my question. Go Over under one and a half free agent signing with free agent being defined as someone who's played one or more years for other USL teams for other USL being championship or uh, league, one. league one, sorry, Ex- exclusively league one under, uh, I see us signing more championship. Honestly, we have two international slots open unless we buy it at third. Mm-hmm. I potentially see us picking up some guys from Europe that may have been playing second, third tier or South America may have been playing second, third tier there. And uh-huh. or, uh, not Bahamas, sorry. Uh, Caribbean. I like yeah. the Caribbean. I think the Caribbean international is, is sort of the premium that, sweet for third I, division U S soccer. Yeah. Uh, I I'm also going to throw it out there. I think Jay had, has a good eight or good scout in Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, pick, <laughs> Toby. Well, Toby, I heard rumblings about maybe Jamaica. So uh, I know I've heard Jay loves to vacation in Jamaica, but there are some fantastic leagues in Africa right now that are turning players that aren't making Jack there. Why not put a little bit down and bring them here? Seen that with Toby, you had, I, I don't, I'm not sure if you remember the beginning of the 2019 season with SKC, Ryan, mm-hmm. but uh, Abdul Watabai, who signed as a center back and because they needed to get in some scoring, they, they traded him for Benny Failhaber uh, <laughs> to Colorado Rapids, who then loaned him to the spring. And he's been with them two seasons now right. and done ex- very well, but getting that sort of taking it from the Caribbean where you're expecting to get your guys. I see Jay going somewhere else for, for his strategy and trying to develop guys who could use the U.S. system more. 
Right. So, real quick on your open cup question, nothing on finding shows a start date yet, which makes sense because I don't think that they want to put a hard date on anything. But the one thing that I don't remember if we talked about this last time or not, I know I've talked about elsewhere, but all the teams that qualified for last year's competition Mm -hmm. automatically qualify this year. So, they're just bringing all those hundred and whatever teams, hundred teams over right away. So, they already know who's qualified. They just need to pick a start date. So we don't, I guess, know what was our open cups game here. Hang on. I got my uh, ticket. April 10th. Yeah. I, was gonna say, I got my ticket. I know a- April 10th. I'm still not sure I've gotten my refund. Oh, I didn't even ask for a refund. I just kept the ticket. Well, I kept the ticket, <laughs> but I still want my refund. Fair. Yeah, it was like what? 11 bucks. I'm good. Hey, I consider it my just saying to US single beer at Werner park. Yes. $11 beer night. Um, are you good on that one? Do you guys have anything else you want to add? For nope. um, no, but I think this is probably the best spot to, to leave you on a cliffhanger for episode two. No. So it's, we give a hoot, but you have to tune into episode two to find out how much we give a hoot. Part two. Love it. Episode two. <laughs>